right after Mass. I'd love to, Les. Les has a date with Jennifer. Get down, Lester. <laughs> and guess who's hot under the collar? I've got squatter's rights. <laughs> it's happening at WKRP in Cincinnati. Coming up next. Sitcom, are ye faithful? A Christmas podcast special Where for the third time I discuss 25 Christmas sitcom episodes Please come and listen Every day up through Christmas, I'm sure we'll feature Jeannie, the Tanners, and Al Harper, Chandler, Big Mr. Roper. It will be definitely feature a character who says dynamite. Come on, baby, if you've ever wondered, wondered whatever became of me. I'm living on the air in Cincinnati, Cincinnati WKRP. Welcome back, Christmas fans, to day two of Sitcom All Ye Faithful, where I'm back again to talk more Christmas sitcoms. Today, I travel back to December 20th, 1980 to a show that I somewhat remember uh, and to a concept that is very familiar. WKRP in Cincinnati. It's a show that I, I just remember being on when I was a kid. Now, the original uh, timeline of this show is from 78 to 82. So it was, uh, it started when I was two years old and the show ended when I was, you know, close to five. Only four seasons, but 90 episodes because they really pumped out uh, episodes of TV shows back in, back in the old, ye olden days. Um, I couldn't tell you one memorable episode of WKRP, but I remember... Venus Flytrap, and Johnny Fever, and Lonnie Anderson. Oh, Lonnie Anderson. I didn't know her name was Jennifer. I didn't, like, I didn't remember it until looking it up. Um, but, and I remember Gordon Jump. You know, there were two things I remember him on the show. Number one was, was leading WKRP, and number two was, you know, trying to sex, sexually molest Dudley. Uh, those are his two most famous things for me. Uh, Venus Flytrap, of course, Tim Reed, I remember him of, from this show, and later on, 
being, uh, wasn't he Sister Sister's dad? He's been in a ton of things. Herb, uh, played by Frank uh, Bonner. That's two N's, very important when pronouncing his name. Wasn't he in Just the Ten of Us, too? Didn't he play a priest in Just the Ten of Us? I want to say he did, and he did. Uh, And, of course, uh, Howard Hessman, for me, best known for this, and, of course, uh, uh, for Head of the Class, those are the those are the people I know. There was uh, a couple other people who worked there. Of course, Les Nesman, best known for this. Uh, well, the the actors Richard Sanders. The there's a woman Jan Smithers who uh, Smithers who <coughs> I have a little I had a little whistle in my throat there. Okay, it's gone. Um, for a second, I thought she was also Mr. Cater's wife, but no, that's not. She was James Brolin's wife in real life. Uh, but she's most known for this, really. And, of course, Lonnie Anderson, who I remember from this and then, of course, from the um, Academy Award-winning film Stroker Ace with Burt Reynolds. Wait, that didn't win any Academy Awards? Well, it should have. Um, but it's the... And then the, the main guy, the star, the top-billed star, uh, Gary Sandy. I'm like, I don't know him from anything except this. Uh, but he was, I guess, quote unquote, the star. And I'm wondering, was he a star? Was he somebody um, before this? Like, why is he the the lead? It seems like he's the head of the on-air talent. I don't know. It's been, you know, it's been a real long time since I've seen the show. But what's funny is the show actually had a um, a resurgent in a resurgence in the new WKRP in Cincinnati that was on from 1991 to 93. It actually got 47 episodes. Uh, Les Nessman, uh, Herb, and Arthur Carlson, you know, the, the Frank Bonner, Richard Sanders, and Gordon Jump, all of them were in every single one of these episodes. Uh, Howard Hessman showed up for a few. French Stewart, yes, from Third Rock from the Sun, was on at least one of the seasons. Uh, and Michael T. Williamson. Goddamn Bubba Gump was one of the stars of the show. And Tawny Katane, fresh off of David Coverdale's car, was also on the show. I remember it happening and being like, what the hell is this? Even at that, like, I'm at high school at this point. There's a, and it was in, on syndication, so it was like, that's the time. Is that like, we also got new Munsters. People are just like, let's make, uh, let's make new versions of shows that were somewhat pretty good. But, I mean, it got 40-something episodes out of it. But we're not here to talk about that version of the show. We're here to talk about today's episode, Bah Humbug. That alone should tell you what this episode is about. Yes, once again, we're getting a another take on A Christmas Carol, another take on Charles Dickens and Ebenezer Scrooge, and this show wastes no time getting into it. I'm trying to think the other times we've had this. We obviously had it with Family Ties. We had it with The Odd Couple. I feel like there might have been another one in there, and I do not remember. But anyway, in this one, it's pretty straightforward. The the, uh, people at the radio station aren't getting a Christmas bonus, or at least it seems like they're not getting a Christmas bonus. And they're all gearing up for the Christmas party at the radio station. Uh, 
someone made cookies that weren't very good. And Johnny Fever brought in brownies that nobody wanted to touch. This is 1980, so we're getting these subtle references to weed without uh, overtly saying anything about it. I feel like the same thing happened to Reverend Jim on Taxi when he tried brownies for the first time and it changed him. Uh, Nobody wanted to touch Johnny Fever's brownies, except, of course, Mr. Carlson, the boss. What does he do? He goes and he grabs a brownie, and then he grabs a second brownie. Nobody stops him. Nobody says anything. Uh, They're all kind of miffed at him for not wanting to give bonuses, and he's talking about how things aren't, you know, doing, you know, we're not doing very well here at the, at the um, radio station. We're trying to make ends meet. He goes into his office and he drafts a letter. It seems like it's going to be going to them about why they weren't getting Christmas bonuses. And I didn't realize it seems like his mother owns the radio station and he runs it because he keeps talking about mother. Mother's not going to like this. Mother this. Mother that. And because he had these pot brownies, he's very sleepy, sleepy, falls asleep, wakes up, boom, sees an older version of himself who says he's, it's him playing him, his grandfather, who says, I am here to tell you that you should have, you know, you need to treat your people better. And, you know, this is, I'm living with this. You're going to be visited by three ghosts, yada, yada, yada. We got the three ghosts. We get uh, Lonnie Anderson as the ghost of Christmas past. We get Tim Reed as the ghost of Christmas present. And we get Johnny Fever, Howard Hessman, as the the ghost of Christmas future. So in the past, he goes back to a radio station. That was pretty funny. There was all these older people working at the station. He worked as a sales guy. And he was like, hey, he he, he had a little wig on, darker hair. And he put on this like, um, like... Like he's talking like a like a teenager. Like he, I don't know, it was like a weird affect he was putting on his voice that was funny. And they also had a a uh, like a a errand boy, and it was Les Nesman. They made him look younger. They put a wig on him. It was pretty funny. Uh, the the station manager was thought it was very important to give everyone Christmas bonuses and gifts. And uh, when Lonnie Anderson was talking to the actual Mister Carlson. And she's like, do you remember what happened? He goes, yes, mother fired him for doing that. So that's probably why he became cheap. But he realized that wasn't good. And he liked seeing all these people that he used to work with. But of course, they couldn't see him. He goes back. He's like, oh, now I'm starting to learn something. But I don't want to do this anymore. He opens the door, goes out into the hallway. And boom, there we see uh, Venus Flytrap dressed up as Santa in a giant sleigh. And they have a little talk. And he talks about this is you don't have to go anywhere. We're here for Christmas present where this is when you see the rest of the cast kind of arguing about him being cheap and not giving them Christmas bonuses. Uh, He's trying to talk to them. They're not listening. They're not able to answer him. And then he realizes he doesn't want to be seen this way. So he goes to, he wants to do something and go in to his office and, and write a check. I think he was planning to do it. And then all of a sudden we see this hand and there's Johnny Fever. But he goes, I'm not Johnny Fever. I'm the ghost of Christmas future. This was kind of weird. He goes to the future and we see, um, is it Howard? The, the, the guy who was on um, Herb. We see Herb in this like futuristic like white room with neon WKRP and he's talking into a machine to take like to fake a phone call for an ad sale 
and he's getting a phone call from a computer talking to a computer saying everything's automated now for the radio station. And I thought that's kind of interesting because there's a lot of radio stations that are just that automated stations. Uh, and he's the only one who works here now. Everyone left to have better jobs. Jennifer runs on an, uh, is like at an island. Les Nessman is the Republican whip. Um, and the other people, I, he said all the names. I don't, I didn't know everyone's name, but they all found better jobs. And he's like, no, I don't want it to be this way. So he comes back. And of course, right, he's all giddy that he's not dreaming anymore. We don't know what he gave for a, for a bonus, but he's all excited um, to give the bonus to write the checks for everybody. And, uh, but he also wants to keep, he goes, mother's not going to be happy. He goes, Hey, uh, um, Johnny, can I borrow those brownies? Can I take them? I think he's going to give them to his mom to get his mom high. Uh, and that was really, it It was a very simple, simple episode, but I found something I wanted to run through right now. This is from me TV, which might be the greatest uh, television station still, still, uh, on the air. They, um, they put these quizzes out. This is from 2020, from December 2020. It says, see how well you know the WKRP in Cincinnati spoof of A Christmas Carol. Now, I only watched it once. So I'm going to see, I'm going to take a little trivia quiz and see how I do. It says, test your trivia with Bah Humbug. Uh, WKRP in Cincinnati is best known for its Thanksgiving episode, Turkeys Away, which, by the way, I was at, I did a turkey trot 5K uh, with, with former and future guest of the show, Eric. And um, there was a guy there wearing a, a turkey drop um, WKRP in Cincinnati shirt. And I was like very, I saw him quick. I go, that shirt is awesome. Uh, but, it's, but it says, um, it was not the only holiday celebrated by the beloved rock and roll sitcom. A radio station, the radio station celebrated Christmas a couple times too. And in fact, Arthur Carlson played a quote unquote Scrooge in a spoof of the Dickens classic, A Christmas Carol. Let's see if you can answer trivia about this delightfully offbeat uh, parody. Well, Johnny Fever is the ghost of Christmas future. I already mentioned that. Correct. The ghost in which Arthur Carlson, uh, of which relative comes to visit him. It's his grandfather. Correct. Oh, I was, it's a great grandfather. I almost said that. Jennifer is the ghost of Christmas hot. Oh, wait. I mean, the ghost of Christmas past. Um, the old reception. Oh, oh wait! I know this. The old receptionist at WKRP shared her name with a famous food mascot. What was her name? Mrs. Butterworth. Correct. The old boss, Mr. Armour, is played by a familiar face for the Andy Griffith Show. Oh my God! You know this actor as who in Mayberry? Otis? No, Mayor. I'm just going to completely guess and say the Mayor. Correct. That was a complete guess. There's no way I would have known that. In fact, watching the show really didn't help me with that. Who is this in the Argyle vest? There's a great shot of the young Les Nessman. Correct. I'm actually going to put this quiz into the show notes so you can, uh, you can look at it if you want. Uh, take it yourself, even though I've given you all the answers. What present does Mr. Armour give Artie for Christmas? A pink flamingo. He says they're all the rage in Florida. So he gives a pink flamingo. Yes. And Don Diamond plays a co-worker named Don Bassett. He is best known for playing Crazy Cat in which 60s sitcom? Well, it wasn't Munsters. I'm going to say F Troop. Correct, because Get Smart, that didn't sound right either. That was one of the three options. And where is this white space? It's in WKRP. 
see, it says right here in the year 2006. I don't remember them saying the year. I'm going to say it correct, but I do not remember them saying the year in the future was 2006. I like that 2006 looks like a desolate future, and that is 17 years ago. That's pretty funny. And which pop star is on this poster? Oh, it's Diana, so it's got to be Diana Ross. Saw Diana. Which legendary rock band is here on the cover of their 1980 album, The Game? Well, The Game is Queen. Boom. Yeah, I, I, I could, oh, wow, this has nothing to do with knowing the show, it's just knowing, knowing some rock and roll. And what does, how many questions are there? What does Les Nessman become in the future? I know that. He's the Republican whip. After Scrooge learns his lesson from the ghost, what does he do? He writes bonus checks for all his employees. Correct. I got all 13 correct. Boom. Perfect score. Um, two of them were guesses. Two of them were complete guesses. The rest were like, they, the, the rest were at least, you know, part of the episode. But two were like, what has this other guy been in? What's his brother's name? What the frick do I know? Um, but this was a fun episode. It's on YouTube. I'm going to put a link to it right in the show notes. You can watch this whole episode on YouTube. Um, it was, it made me laugh. It made me laugh. I enjoyed it. Uh, it, it was nostalgic, but not in a way, not because I remember seeing it. It just felt like a specific time in, in TV and a specific time, uh, in my life being a little kid. I probably saw this more in syndication than ever on, on live TV. Um, but it's just, it brings me back to a young child when Christmas was just a, a long day of going to many, many houses. Now it's a day of going to one house on Christmas Day and possibly going to a party this year on Christmas Eve. Um, but that's it, I think. I think I've covered it. WKRP in Cincinnati. Killer, killer theme song, too. I mean, the 70s had some incredible theme songs. Uh, and the 80s, too, because this is 1980. That you, you just don't see all the time with shows now. Even Friends has had a very memorable sitcom. But again, that's we're talking 30 years ago, 94 almost. That, that show was that old. That old. We're talking almost 30 years ago for Friends. Wild. Um, but now we're two in. We are two episodes in. I've sent some notes out to, to future guests to be on the show and showing things. I, I've... I've um, thrown an idea to my cousin Brandon. I said, I, I think maybe you should do this show. He agreed. He's locked in now. He breach of if he d- if he changes his mind, it's a breach of contract, and um, he will be hearing from my lawyer. The weird thing is, is he is my lawyer. I'm just kidding. He's not a lawyer. I don't know. I don't know what he does. I think he he teaches music, or he he either teaches music, or he he has to like. Um, I was going to come up with some kind of thing where he was court appointed to do something. I don't know. I, I am. It is 1050 at night and um, I'm going to give you uh, another little clue or a little hint behind the scenes. It's still November 30th. I've recorded the friends episode before work this morning. I'm recording this episode late at night, but um, for you, it's December 2nd or it's at least December 2nd. The episode came out for you on December 2nd. You could be listening to this in the, you know, far in the future. And, um, you know, hello, how are you? Um, where do you listen to the podcast? Are you still on the planet earth? And if so, 
can you please check on my wife to make sure that she's being well taken care of because I assume I'm not around anymore. <laughs> I don't know where that went. It, it happens eventually if I keep talking and it's late and I'm tired that I will go and just ramble on to the point where I'm like, oh, he finally hit his 20 minutes. He can go now. <laughs> yeah, I, I I try to hit at least 20 minutes for these episodes and now I've rambled on enough that I have. So my friends, I'm going to leave you. I'm going to leave you. But... Fear not, because guess what? There will be another episode tomorrow. And I'll be saying that every day for, I don't know, 23 more days or something like that. So that's it. Day two in the books. I want to thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. You can find me on Twitter at Geek Mentality, on Instagram at Geek Mentality, on Mastodon.social at Geek Mentality, on uh, some threads at Geek Mentality, on Facebook at Fans.Experts, on Twitter, also at Mikey underscore C, and on Blue Sky at Mikey dash C. I should just put all these in the show notes, or or you just go click on the you know go to fans.experts.com. You can click on and find all the um, links to my socials there. There, I did it. I'm done. What I'm excited about is the Friends episode uh, pr- premieres tomorrow. Or for me, it premieres in a couple hours. And, um, you know, life's not going to be the same now that the show's back. So it's going to be hard to be able to record you every day while also dealing with all the fan mail and the interview requests. Again, I'm doing it again. I'm rambling. I'm rambling. All right, I'm going to leave you now. You know know how it goes. I already said all this stuff about social. Go to fans.experts.com. Find everything there. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. And until tomorrow, my friends, here is my theme song. This is my podcast. I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe. Because I'm kind of funny and awesome. I think that I'm worth your time. And I'm kind of handsome. My mom says, please listen and please subscribe. At least listen to this. Fast, not experts. <laughs>